Yo. Uh, we're good? Yeah, we're good. Perfect, bro. Yeah, man. So, um, the only thing is that when we uh, shut down, we got stalled. Yeah, we got stalled. Okay. okay. So, yeah. So, uh, pretty much the second episode. Um, where are we going? Yeah, so it's been, what, almost 30 days. March 8th will be the uh, first... Will be will be the first month. Will be one month since all the um, since all the suspensions happened. So it's been what? Yeah, thirty days. Um, how you been coping with the uh, with no boxing, man? You've been watching fights online. Man, it it sucks. Yeah, I I'll, I'll look back at some uh some recent fights. Um, you know anything uh that like ESPN Plus and the Zone had to offer, and some other stuff that the, uh that YouTube has. But it's it's rough, especially knowing that we might not even get live boxing until at least maybe end of June, maybe July, if that. So, nah, I feel you, man. I think uh, not just of us, uh, especially on Twitter. You know, me and you are very active on social media, and I see a lot of the guys. Uh, um, you know, a lot of scorecards been coming up, which I find pretty cool. You know, I like that. Like, you know, we're keeping busy with that. I always like looking at different people's scorecards. Um, I also like that Showtime did that uh, trilogy last weekend with the Vargas. Uh, no, not Vargas. Uh, was it Vargas? No, it was uh, Marquez. It was Mar- and, uh, It was Marquez Vasquez. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's crazy. It's been twenty years since like those fights happened. Man, time flies. You know. Um, oh, man. And they're still good. They're still very, very good. I forgot how good they were, man. Like you know, I'm so, like I haven't really remembered because like th- unfortunately, you know how. Um, like, those fights weren't, like, high-profile fights, you know? I think the third one was really, like, they really hyped it up. I remember the third one being, I don't know if you remember, but, like, Showtime, if you didn't subscribe to their channel back in the day, and they had a fight that, like, they thought would interest you or, like, a boxing fan, um, they would charge, like, half. They would charge $29, $29.95. So, Vasquez and uh, Marquez, three. I remember they overhyped it. They overhyped um. Well, they didn't overhype it. They just because the first two fights were very, very good. You know, they were freaking, you know, action. You know, one through seven, one through six. It was just straight up. You know, inside boxing, blow for blow, no defense. I remember the third fight. They paper like they didn't pay per view it, but they charged you thirty bucks if you wanted to watch that fight only. Not subscribe to Showtime. And um, I ended up subscribing to Showtime anyway, and I didn't regret that. But um. But no, it was pretty cool. I was trying to say it was just pretty cool that they did that. And I think um, Showtime should do that. You know what I'm saying? I think they should, at least every weekend from like 8 to 10, 8 to 11, they should show more fights. You know what I'm saying? Like trilogy or just classic fights in general. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not showing anything, you know? Yeah, well, one thing I noticed too with, um, at least with Showtime Extreme, they'll put like um, at least a couple times a week, they'll put on, you know, some some fights that they've that they've had before, like a lot of show box cards and some of the PVC cards. But um I haven't seen them put like some some good like uh Marcus Vasquez on in a long time. So that that was cool for Steven Espinosa to, you know, bring out the vaults and, and you know start airing some of these uh some of these ca- some of these cards and these pa- uh past boxing cards from the past and there's no live boxing anymore. For sure, man. And I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, PBC's been doing that a lot. Um, there's, I think they're doing that this weekend. They're going to show, like, other fight of the years. Uh, there's going to be a funny one today. I don't know if you know, if you saw it on their website, on Twitter. They said um, they were going to show Triple G and Rose, man. That was pretty funny. They were, like, hyping it up on their 
yeah, on the social they, media. Yeah, just, yeah, especially to zone on their um, they put they put a lot of uh, of uh, classic uh, fights on on the library with Golden Boy, and also they put some some free fights too on the zone on the on the YouTube channel as well. Yeah, now seeing that. Um, but just getting to that, have you seen or have you seen that um, the World Boxing Super Series? They're doing like a virtual boxing matchup. Have you seen that? Yeah, like they're doing it from the from what the, the previous uh, what is it the fight night game or kind of yeah. So I haven't really I haven't really like I just kind of like just went through the timeline. I haven't really read in depth, but uh, they this is their second tournament now. They did a heavyweight one. I don't know if you noticed, so they did a heavyweight one. They did the best supposed for them. They picked the eight best heavyweights. And um, I don't know if you saw, but um, the eight heavyweights was uh, Muhammad Ali, Holyfield, Lennox Lewis, Frazier, Tyson, Butterbean, which is kind of kind of crazy, uh, George Foreman, uh, the '80s one, '70s one, and hey, those those were the eight. Um, did you see who was in the final? Did you see who was who made the finals for that? Uh, it was Ali and uh, and Tyson, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which um, which I think it was the best. I think that was the best matchup. Uh, I mean the, the semifinals were pretty good. They had Foreman and, and Tyson versus Ali and Frazier. Um, mm-hmm. um, but I like you know I don't know if you noticed, but like I'm really big on like like our era. You know, like I guess through that from like 2000 to, from year 2000 until now. Like I know people are like they have a special place for like the eighties. And of course, you know, like the seventies with Ali and the eighties with the, with the fat four, like right. Hagler, you know, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, uh, Hearns and, um, and, uh, hands of stone. Like those four guys are like, they're like gods, you know? And right. like, people make it seem like they're, they're making it seem like they're untouchable. But like me, you know what I'm saying? I like to like give credit to like the people that are fighting now. So I do like that, like they did show respect that Tyson made the final. Even though I, I'm not a big, I'm not really big on Tyson, but I do like that they made it realistically. Because I think the problem is that people like, like old school boxing fans, they think that like, like I said, like the people in the '80s, even like Tyson, like they're like untouchable. Like any of those guys beats anybody in our generation, and mm. I think that's kind of like, I think you all gotta look at like the weight. Um, weight's a big factor, you know what I'm saying, and like, um, and like just in, like just the time, like they fought, you know what I'm saying, like, like if, when, when they're in their prime, when they're up and coming, when they're towards the end of the career. Yeah, so it's, like that, like, it's it's getting. It's yeah, I feel like it's getting harder now to co- really to compare these heavyweights of today's generation now to previous generations because they're they're just so much bigger now. They're it's almost like. You know, they should have their own weight class, like a super heavyweight, you know, class because, you know, if you if you compare them to, you know, how much they weigh now and, and how much heavyweights weighed back then in the seventies and stuff, I mean, it's just so they're so much bigger now. So it's almost a little bit unfair to compare, you know, current heavyweights now to, you know, heavyweights in the past just because of the of the of the weight this you know, the disparity. Yeah. Between both, you know, between both generations and stuff and eras. No, no, for sure, no, hundred percent. I get you on that. Um, did you see who ended up winning the Tyson and um Ali? You did you see who won? Ali, right? 
Um, was it? I th- I thought they had him winning. I could be wrong though. Um, damn, I just I'm looking it up right now. I thought it was Ali. Probably would have been. No, actually, no. So it was actually Mike Tyson, unanimous decision. He dropped them twice. I, uh, I'm curious to see how this, because uh, every time I think about, like, when I read, like, you know, tweets and stuff like that. Um, do you remember in uh, Rocky Balboa when um, they did the whole virtual thing with Dixon? Yeah. And, um, well, that was, that was the character name in Balboa. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, I remember, like, I remember, like that. Vir- I remember that. Yeah, so that's kind of how I figure, like, that's kind of how I envision this whole, like, boxing series. Like, it's like a fight night virtual reality and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like they just go from there, right? But yeah, I think that's pretty crazy that that they had Mike Tyson winning, and this is Muhammad Ali's tournament. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of crazy. But I do like, I do like that. I, I me mean, realistically, I don't think, I think, I, I think Ali would have beat Tyson like prime for prime, prime, prime for prime. prime. I think, I think, I think uh, Ali beats Tyson, no questions asked. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, cause I thought Foreman was a more of a deadlier, like. He was a, more of a like a like his knockout ratio when Ali and Foreman happened. I think Foreman was like he had more power and was more like deadly. Um, so I just I just think Ali would have you know not probably not destroyed him. I, he probably would have got dropped. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think they would have went 15 rounds or 12 rounds, whatever you want to say it was. I think Ali wins that. Yeah, but I, I do like that. Yeah, I thought I, I think he would have outboxed Tyson all night. Um. Not that I think it would have been like a shutout, but you know, I mean, Tyson's—I mean, prime Tyson was ridiculous. You know, he was fast, and he was quick, and he was powerful. Um, but I just like uh, Muhammad Ali's uh, height and reach advantage, you know, compared to uh, Tyson's inside game. Yeah, nah, for sure, for sure. So I definitely, I'm with you on that. I definitely would have, uh, I would have favored Ali. But I find it interesting that they, they that uh, reg- I don't know. How how they got they find a winner, but I like I find it interesting that Tyson ended up winning that tournament. Um, just because you know people see as you know people consider Ali as the greatest fighter of all time, mm-hmm. and then you got you know and then Tyson, who, you know I I think um I'm not gonna say he's overhyped because I think he was a great fighter. I mean I, what was he 20 years old, 21 years old when he won the the heavyweight title? You know the heavyweight title. Yeah, I don't think you could be that young. And be you know win the win the heavyweight title and then become undisputed at that you know I don't think I don't think you can be overrated or over uh, overhyped to a certain extent and win three titles you know um so I don't I don't think he was um like over um like what's the, what's the word what the word I'm looking for like I, I think that people overhype him to a certain extent because yes he was good yes he was he was you know the youngest youngest heavyweight champion. Under, undisputed champion, but like in reality, he really didn't win his big fights. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how I feel with Tyson. Like because you know when it when he when he had to step up to like Holyfield, when he had to step up to Lennox Lewis, obviously he wasn't the, it wasn't the same guy anymore. But uh, he still didn't win those fights. Yeah, you know right. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I feel with Tyson. But I do like I'm, I'm I do like that he did win because I like again I'm I hate that like. You know, when you talk on Twitter or you, like, tell the debate people, like, they make it seem like all these people were, like, in history, like, the 80s and 70s and 90s and even early 2000s, you know, are unbeatable. Like, you know, these guys right now, like, that are fighting right now will all lose. Like, I, I don't I don't believe that. I think everybody has a fair shot. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I do I do like that Tyson won that 
ended up winning that tournament. You know, I think that's pretty cool. Um, going on, they also did a. Uh, they're doing the super middle. They're doing a, not super, not a super middleweight. They're doing a regular middleweight. Yeah, one sixty. Yeah, and um, that had like a lot of not controversy, but that was kind of the the talk of the to a certain extent. People were going crazy, um, because um, Sugar Ray Leonard, um. Face Winky Wright in the quarterfinal, and Winky Wright ended up beating him by ninth round um, stoppage. Yeah, so, which I think is I think that's absurd. <laughs> yeah, do you? Yeah. I mean, go ahead. I mean, why do you think it's absurd? I mean, I'm I'm curious to see your your, your opinion. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Winky Wright was a good was a good fighter. Um, I mean, but. I mean, Leonard went the distance with, you know, Tommy Hearns at middleweight. He went the distance with, um, you know, Marvin Hagler at middleweight. I mean, you know. Yeah, Hearns, 168 and 150. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, regardless if you thought he won those fights, I mean, you know, those two guys are, you know, are definitely, you know, better than, you know, Winky Wright. Like I said, not to take anything away from Winky Wright, he was a good middleweight. Um, But... It's like I said, it's just a game, obviously. So they, you know. No, I hear you. I mean, hear me out, though. I mean, I think um, Winky Wright's best division was one fifty four, right? That's what he got. The he got the two. He beat he beat Felix, uh, and he beat uh, Shane Mosley. I, I think one of them was kind of controversial, but the, the point is, he beat he beat he beat Shane Mosley and Felix Trinidad. He started his career at one fifty four. Um, Right, yeah, and he um he ended up losing to Vargas, so he 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 ended up going to one sixty because you know obviously you know Hopkins was there, um Jermaine Taylor was there, uh they were all there, all the big names were on one sixty, but he started his career at one fifty four, um Sh- uh, Sugar Ray, if I'm not mistaken, started his career at one forty seven, right? He was always one forty seven, yeah, yeah, he, like he yeah he went up mm-hmm. to like one seventy five, some ridiculous. Crazy, like I don't, I don't, I don't know how the hell you went up there. Um, so hear me out. I know, you know, what I'm saying, like I said, Wookie Ray was he technically should have been a two-time undisputed champion. And, you know, I think he uh that that Jermaine Taylor, um, he had a draw with Jermaine Taylor, and I think he won that fight. So, uh, so he would have been a two-time undisputed champion at 154 and 160. But uh, but think about it, Sugar Ray would be going to 160. You know, and I do. Like that, you gave credit. Like, of course, he ended up beating Hagler, Sugar Ray, but that was also very controversial that people thought Hagler yeah. won. Yeah, both um, those both those fights he had with Hagler and Hearns were close. Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, my my thing too is that you also have to account, you have to take an account for with with, with styles. I mean, Winky Wright was, you know, his his style. I mean, you know, was very boring. Yeah, I, I, I just felt like, yeah, up. I just feel like Winky Wright's style would have been perfect for. Sugar Ray Leonard, you know, I mean, you you know what Winky Wright's gonna do. He's gonna come forward. He's gonna you know have his you know gloves up next to his ears, and you know he's, I mean, it's it's gonna be perfect for Sugar Ray Leonard to you know to pick him apart, you know, to jab him from a distance, to throw a lot of combinations, you know, in front of him. So, not hear you. I hear you. And, and like like I said, I think a lot of people were going crazy when they saw that Winky Wright ended up stopping him. Um, but, uh, but, uh, I don't know. I, I think, um, I think at 160, 
I think it's anybody's ball game. I think Wiki Wright got a better chance at 160. Like if it was at, you know, if they if you were to melt down to 147 or like one, you know, one 150, some catch rate like that. Like, okay, you know, Sugar Ray got a more of a chance, but just that being that Sugar Ray is not a natural 160, you know, fighter. I think Wiki Wright holds a chance, man. And like you know what I'm saying. I think Wiki Wright is a very undervalued, a, a guy that just because he was very, like you said, his style was very boring. I wasn't a big fan of Wiki Wright. Yeah, I wasn't. You know hey, I, mean? I wasn't crazy boring. about him either. Always, but... Yeah, he put his he put his hands up. You know, it was all pretty much. But he was there in the mix. Exactly. He, I mean, he was there in the mix always at you know at one sixty. So. No, of course, and he gave us good fights. You know what I'm saying? When he got the fights, you know, people really avoided him because he was a hard style, like a hard matchup. You know what I'm saying? But when he got the fights, you know what I'm saying? He he brought it. You know what I'm saying? He uh he definitely brought it. And like um again, like I just go back to the whole like me. I'm a I'm a I'm a big guy. Like you know what I'm saying? I I like to support my generation, and like I don't like to, to devalue my guys. Like because this is the era I grew up in, and Winky Wright's definitely a part of that. And I like that. I'm kind of excited. I kind of like that whole Tyson. I kind of like that Winky Wright. I kind of love that they're giving showing love to, like, the 90s and, like, the thousands. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a fan of that. You know, I think – because, like I said, I don't think – I do respect, like, the differences. People think I'm trolling. People think, oh, I'm joking around. I don't know shit about boxing, which I really don't. I think none of us really do. We're all fans. I always tell my, – my line is, I don't know shit about boxing until I get paid for it. So, until ESPN or the Zone or Fox Sports 1 or – boxing scene or whoever it is sends me a check and they start paying me to talk boxing that I know a little bit because they're actually paying me. But until then, we're all just fans. We like to talk shit. Right. We like to have fun. But like I said, I just, I think, um, it's not a troll, man. I just really think that people undervalue the fighters. Like, this generation is really, really weird in the sense that they're all divas, you know what I'm saying? So they don't really want, like, they're all looking for that one money grab, you know? And they don't want to earn it, you know, and that's always the problem. Like, you know, everybody wants to be, you know, the saying, and I love that saying, I don't know who made it up. I think everybody has like a version of it, but I like that whole saying that everybody wants to be money Mayweather, but nobody wants to go through the pretty boy phase, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because pretty boy went through the whole trenches. He earned, he earned the money nickname. He earned that money. He earned the cash cow you know what I'm saying? I think well, he earned, he, he earned he definitely. Really I did. mean, he earned his reputation as Pretty Boy Floyd. You know, um, but but that's his thing, and and it's kind of ironic that he uh, he preaches that, but his own fighter Tank Davis is, you know, is 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 moving in the same direction of what uh, you know Floyd is preaching, which is you know some of these fighters being divas and 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 not working hard in the beginning of. Uh, their career, and then worrying about the money later on in their career when they when they get big fights. No, I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, it, it is ironic. It's very ironic. But but he's again, got a point though. But he's right. He's it's it's ironic, but he's right though. He makes a very good point because because people a lot of people forget that Floyd. You know, people think that Floyd was you know this diva this whole time, but Floyd was. You know, younger Floyd, younger Floyd, he was all about that smoke. He wanted all of it. He wanted he yeah for sure. He wanted cool. to prove he wanted to fight everybody, and he wanted to and, and he wanted to prove to everybody that he was the best, and he was showing that he was the best by you know beating all these guys. No, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you 100 percent on that one. Um, but like I said, it's just unfortunately, it's just that error. I think um this is the error. Like I think we're we're slowly but surely getting out of this. 
this uh, whole diva stage. I think these are uh, these young guys coming up, you know, like the Haney's, the Boots, the Virgils. The well, Shakors, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I hope, I hope so. I mean, because I mean, what happens is because they all want to, they all want to fight each other. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. They all say they want to fight each other, and I think like they don't have a choice. Like if they want it, they're gonna have to do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I think these guys are like are are. Uh, if you notice, if you notice though too, um, you know, I guess now that especially that I mean, I haven't really been at work for a while this whole quarantine. So I kind of just sit back and like, I just kind of like reevaluate everything when it comes to like boxing. And, um, if you notice, like, um, I was on a podcast last week with Lukey and uh, he made a good point. Uh, he was talking about like hall of famers, like who's a hall of famer right now. And, um, like a, the point I'm trying to make is that like a lot of these guys, like they haven't really moved up, you know, like if you look at about like, like he made a, like he was, uh, he, he said that, uh, Keith Thurman to him is a hall of famer. And I kind of looked at him like, well, not looked at him, but on, on the phone, I was like, I don't know. I think Keith Thurman is lacking that signature win. You know, I don't think, uh, you know, Danny Garcia and Sean Porter back to back. It's it was a nice little, you know, little, you know, one year streak he had. You know, it it was Porter and Garcia were like were at you know the top that of the game. Yeah, they were good um, wins. They were like, yeah, so one hundred percent, they were good wins. But um. Like, I think, like I said, I think if you would have beat Pacquiao, I think no question, like, he would have, like, he would have stamped it. I think he would have been, like, a first ballot. But I think that uh, by him losing, I mean, there's no shame in losing to Pacquiao, but I think he just needs that one signature win. But I, but the, you know, but if you look at it, if you look at it, like, you, you see, if you see, like, Keith Thurman, like, Sean Porter, um, even, like, like, Charlo 154, like, J-Rod, like, her, like, they're still at one division. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, they're not, like, they're not, like, they're not in a rush to move up. No. You know what I'm saying? And, like, even Triple G, we do Triple G. No, we talked about Triple G. Triple G, his whole career has been at 160. Um, Like, but these guys, like, you know, the guys coming up, like Shakur, he's already talking about going to 130 if he doesn't get a signature fight at 126. And he's, like, what, 21, yeah. 22. You got Boots talking about, like, when I, you know, when I interviewed him, he was talking about that. He's, he can't be at 147 much longer. You know what I'm saying? He has to go to 154, you know? So, you know. Yeah, he's you know, a big guy. Like Haney, he's who's like huge welterweight. Who, yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, um, you got Haney talking about. Moving up soon. One, you know, yeah. That I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think. Uh, I personally don't think he comes. I don't think, especially now with this coronavirus and this break, I don't. Unless it's like a big, big money fight at 135 that makes money sense and makes sense for his career, I don't see him going back to 135. I think he really won the belt at 135, regardless. If it was a cheap way to win it, which um, which wasn't his fault. He won. <laughs> wasn't his fault. 100 percent wasn't his fault. Um, but I don't see him going back to 135. Like I said, unless it's a big fight or it makes really business sense, um, or like to win his belt back. You know what I'm saying? Like if he fights the winner of whoever's fighting for his belt. Um, yeah, and same thing with Lopez. Yeah, uh, Lopez. Devin Haney needs like a like a a, a signature win. It, it, it's he doesn't really have that right now yet. Um, him fighting the winner of uh, Luke Campbell and uh, Javier Fortuna that would be that would be like a nice signature win for him. Like you know, to to start off his early career, because I mean that's still what what he's kind of lacking too. Um, I mean even though he's young, he still has plenty of time to. Um, you know, to look for these big fights. I mean, there's really no rush for him right now. Um, but that's just what he's. That's just what he needs next for his career to take the next step. Is you know a win, 
over like a, a Luke Campbell. That would be that would be really good for his career. hundred percent, hundred percent. And then like that's how you know that's that's how I see it, man. I see like these guys, especially especially this next generation. Like they're just they're all about making a real name. Like they're tired of this whole diva shit, you know. And like I'm glad. Like I, I mean, I believe it. I think these guys really want to fight each other. I think they got to fight each other. I think. It, there's too many of them. So you know yeah, what I'm so, they're young. They're, they're young. So too, right you know now, what that's what I'm seeing from a lot of these younger fighters too, which I like. Is they're 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 looking to uh, test themselves and prove themselves. You know that you know they want to be the best. They want to fight each other already, um, which I like and I have no problem with. Um, I I do though have a little bit of uh, skepticism because. You know, I, I did see that as well from, like, Keith Thurman, and i seen that from Errol Spence as well, too. You know, Keith Thurman for, you know, for a while before Mayweather retired was calling on Mayweather, calling on Mayweather, calling on – he wanted all the smoke and wanted this and that. You know, couldn't get Mayweather. Uh, he was upset, you know, and kind of, you know, went all out to, you know, call out Mayweather for, for not wanting to fight him and, and fighting Andre Burrow and so forth and whatever you may have. Uh, got two good wins against Danny Garcia and Sean Porter, and uh, when it came to fighting, you know, Errol Spence, it was oh, go get a belt, oh, you know, and that, yeah, you know, that's when that's yeah, when yeah. you know fighters start to lose where they came from originally. Now it's all now that's when fighters become businessmen. It's okay, well, it's it's got to yeah. happen at the right time. So you know, Errol Spence was the same way. Errol Spence was calling out all these PBC welterweights. You know, and they were all telling him, you know, get a belt first. He got his belt. He beat Kell Brook. And look how long it took him for him to get a fight, you know, at P- you know, for, for Sean Porter. Porter. It took him, yeah. what, what, like three years? It took him, it took him, yeah, it took him, yeah. Yeah, it took him yeah. three and a half years to get a fight after he beat Kell Brook. You know, and then, you know, once he, you know, once he finally got that belt, you know, and, and you know, wasn't able to get some of these guys. And, you know, then he started going the route of, uh, talking about politics and stuff when it came to fighting Terrence Crawford and wanting to fight Sean Porter first, you know. And so, I mean, you know, my point is a lot of these guys, you know, are like this right now because, you know, they're young and they want to prove themselves. Uh, but money changes fighters and the business changes fighters a lot too. So, you know, and it, it happened to Thurman and it happened to Spence, um, you know, where they, they now they, 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 they kind of throw that, that talk of wanting to pull themselves to the side and now they're more worried about the business side of holding off fights to, you know, I should say marinate longer so that way they could, you know, get the, the most money, you know, which, yeah, you know, that's when I kind of lose, I kind of lose a little bit of interest from, from fighters when they start doing that. Um, but I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's their careers, you know, who are we to tell them differently? But, um, you know, like I said, that's why, you know, I'll have some skepticism between these young fighters uh, when they get older and what you know when they win and you start winning belts and when they get more money. I mean, no, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. But they saying the right things, man. Like I said, like I, the only you know I, everything you said, I'm like I agree with you, especially with the Keith Thurman. I can shoot with the Spence. Like it's just, it's like they all just like, it's like like you said, like you know Floyd was doing it, but obviously Floyd earned it. Then Thurman was doing it, and like it's like they all take turns doing the whole nonsense. And I and I'm with you on that 100. percent but the only thing I the only thing I can say is that, I mean I don't remember, like you know Thurman or Spence, 
or Porter. Garcia a little bit, but, like, at least those three. Because Garcia's been fighting for a long time. You know, Garcia's been fighting for, you know, it's crazy. Like, that, you know, like Canelo and Garcia, those guys are still technically young, 31 and, like, 29. But they've been fighting forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've been fighting for, like, you know, for a long, long time. But, like, um, but I was trying to say is that the thing about, like, Shakur and Haney and Boots and Virgil and I don't know if I'm missing anybody, Ryan. And I was missing somebody. It's always uh, like one guy. It's like five or six. Oh, it's Fimo Lopez, Fimo yeah. Lopez. I think, yeah, it's like five or six of them. And those are, those are the main guys. Oh, and, and if you want to throw in Tank in there, I obviously got to throw in Tank. Like Tank, mm-hmm. he's, he's, you know, he's like, he's a, he's a name up there. And uh, he's a two, two division champion. Um, They're all, I think if, I think the oldest is like Tank and he's like 23. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, that's a good sign, you know, and like they're all around the same weight division, so they can, you can only run so much, you know, and and that's my thing. And I think maybe this coronavirus might work in our favor that they gotta like make a big fight to to bring in fans. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of where I was gonna go with next. Like, you know, this, you know, I'm trying to find the positive and everything. That's kind of how I always see life and with just yeah. everything, but. Maybe with this whole, you know, virus and this cancellation, like, you know, people making sense. Some people that are making sense on the Internet, especially on Twitter, like they might they might stack cards. You know, they might finally put nice cards like all around, you know, just because they lost so much time. You yeah. Know? Like, you so know, it might be a bright side. They might start at, you know, like I said, you know, we might get that big fight sooner or later or like sooner yeah, I mean, one you know what I'm one saying? could always hope. I I have more confidence in in the zone and and uh and Matchroom or or Golden Boy doing that, um because they're under a platform where their business model is really to to grab as many subscribers as they can, and in order to do that, they have to put competitive fights each month in order for people to keep on re- uh subscribing or you know keep the you know keep the application um but but guys like with, yeah. you know people with top rank and you know at, at pvc you know they there's there's no really there's really not a rush from these executives at fox and espn in my opinion because you know especially you know with showtime because you know al Heyman has showtime dates as well too they have all these dates so they have to fill them up yeah. and they don't they necessarily don't have to be stacked you know, you know, uh, yeah. ESPN gave top rank, I think, way too many dates, in my opinion. And I, and I think it led to a lot of their cards being, like, oversat- oversaturated Mediocre. with just, you know, watered-down product. Um, and it's because they just don't have the, the big enough stable to make it as deep as possible. Um, so, yes. you know, I could see your point that maybe, you know, a lot of these fights happen because these fighters are losing time and, you know, they want to, you know. But I can also see uh, the other way around where, you know, they say, okay, you had all this time out, you know, come back and, you know, uh, get some easy fights in and then we'll prepare for 2021 to get the, you know, to make the big fights. So, um, But talking about, I mean, now that you mentioned the zone too, man, talking about that, like how do you think they're going to survive this? You know, Paris. You know how do you, I? I mean, like, I don't see. I mean, the zone was mainly. You know, I mean, they were trying to go the whole sports route. You know, they were trying to get licenses and like, you know, NFL and 
a little uh, soccer. But, you know, in all reality, the zone was really known for being boxing, you know, like another, like the next home of boxing. And now that there's no boxing, there's no fights. So, like, there's not going to be any fights on the zone. Uh, that's another cool article, uh, another good article I read that they're, they're not going to pay the, the, the sporting fees. You oh, know, yeah, I saw that. that. Yeah, so that becomes interesting. That becomes interesting to see that what's going to happen with them, you know, like they're not going to pay the fees. Um, and then a lot of guys on like on and, Twitter, and, you know, were Yeah, and that were... could be actually that could actually go, go against them in the future when they try to gain uh more rights from other sports. Um, cuz they'll look back and they'll see, okay, well, you know, on a tough time, you guys were quick enough to, you know, take away these 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 rap fees um you know what's to say that you know you won't do it again in the future and you know someone like the nfl who is trying to shop their you know their sunday ticket you know package you know they can easily go to okay you know what let's go to amazon prime instead of you know the zone you know let's work with amazon prime you know they're more known here in the states than the zone is so it, it it's yeah. gonna look. It's gonna be very interesting how you know the rest of the year play uh, pans out for them, and then what kind of future negotiations the zone can get into in the next couple of years when they try to acquire more rights for different sports. Absolutely, no, absolutely, man. I'm and I'm just cool. I'm kind of you know interested to see what happens, like because a lot. I mean, I know myself. I can't do. I can't do the. I was on that month to month. On, I was on the the nine ninety nine plan, but uh. I canceled uh, right after the uh, uh, right after the Texas fight. I think um, I I, uh, I think it was like a week later. I had like uh, I just canceled because like, I I figured like the next fight was Canelo, so I was gonna wait to Canelo before I did the yearly um, right the subscription. But like I'm not the only one. Like I, I know a lot of people have been canceling, so it becomes interesting to see what you know what happens. You know, like it's just this is uh. I'm just curious to see what happens with the zone. I want to see, like, you know, like, you know, going back to the, you know, stacking up the cards because they were, you know, you know, people have to talk shit about the zone. This, you know, is an app. It's not, it's not free. It's money. It's, it's not, you know, you know, the only excuses mm-hmm. people give. But, you know, they, I mean, they were giving pretty good cards, you know, like that Texas card right before, you know, I think that was their last card before this, um, I just started happening. But, that that car was pretty stacked, you know, and like that wasn't like they've they've been doing that quite a few times. Like they they've done in the year in the half. Well, they made a year in September, right? So it, this September will be like two Correct, years, yeah, something like yeah. yeah. This year will be two years. So yeah, I think for like the year year and a half that we're going, I can say like every other month, every other month, or you know every three months, they were giving at least like a a, a stack card, you know, like like. They had like you know what I'm saying like the Texas card. You had Mikey Garcia as the main event for no belts, and you had in the Coleman event, you had uh you know Chocolatito as, as, as a Coleman event, not even a main event. And then like I forgot the uh, opener for who's oh it was um Julio Cesar Martinez, um, the Mexican guy Martinez. Yeah, so he was another champion. So just like that alone, and they had a lot of guys too. A, a lot of guys, a lot of prospects they had in their cards. So th- their cards always been stacked. Um. So I said, I, I you know, I it's, to me it becomes very interesting to see what happens when it does come back. Like, are they going to stack their cars to bring back people? You know what I'm saying? It, a lot of things becomes interesting. 
when uh, this whole, you know, virus starts dying down and uh, we can go back to like regular programming. So I don't know. I, I just think it's, you know, it, it becomes interesting to see what happens. Yeah. If, it's, if they survive, yeah. if they. Like, they like a lot of these up, fights that like got that. canceled, I don't see them redoing these fights um, later on in the fall if, if they do, you know, bring back um, boxing like in midsummer or closer to the fall. Um, you know, like Shakur Stevenson against Miguel Mariaga, I don't see Top Rank doing that in the fall. Oh, no, no. That's, yeah, that's so, like, a lot of these with, fights yeah. are not going to happen, I don't think. Um, I, I think you have, like, you know, like, Dubois and Joyce got rescheduled for July, right, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. yeah, you know, I think, like that, yeah. I think fights like, you know, in a way, Casemiro are going to, are going to, are going to be rescheduled. Um, like Canelo Saunders, I don't think that's going to happen anymore. No, I, I mean, no. we're already yeah. in, you know, so they canceled that in May and we're looking at probably July for maybe, you know, a, you know, return in boxing, uh, at the earliest. And if we're talking about July, then August, September, you know, you figure if you're the zone, if you're Canelo, you might as well just make that triple G trilogy in September. I, just, I I don't I don't see yeah, I don't see sure. Canelo coming back in July and saying okay let me fight in July and then come back you know so quick to fight in September I just I don't see that happening at all. No, and I'm with you. Yeah, that becomes that's what I'm saying. That's that's when it becomes a lot of that's what like to me just becomes like everything becomes interesting because like how are you gonna run like. Obviously, boxing is weird in a sense. Not weird, but you need, a, you know, you need, like, at least eight weeks, you know? Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, a full training camp, eight weeks. But then, like, when July – like, you don't – we're kind of just kind of, like – everybody's just kind of just winging it, you know? Like, they don't – we don't really know when the virus is over. You don't really know when – like, you say – we say July, but, like, we don't know what, what, what part of July. So, you know, we don't know who's up first. We don't know if it's just – like California, yeah, we don't know if it's Texas, we don't know if it's just, you know, so that's all crazy, you know what I'm saying? So, like, that becomes interesting because, you know, they say, okay, July, let's just say July 15th, you know, we're going to have, a, that's our first, you know, the zone's like the 15th, that's our first date, we're going to run it, um, and it's going to be, uh, like, AJ. Um, but it's like, AJ agree with that, you know, because obviously, he's quarantined at home, you know, I, I mean, you know, AJ might be a little bit different because AJ Canelo, they have more money, so they might have like private trainers, they might have their own gym. But like, just say an example, like guy like that up and coming, you know what I'm saying? Like, will you rush to that fight? You know, would that really work in your favor? You know what I'm saying? Will you deny fights because you don't have enough time to train? Mm-hmm. You haven't been training. Yeah. You know, it becomes interesting. That that all becomes to me like so interesting because you don't really know what right. really is gonna happen. And one thing I, I I do hope is hopefully the sanctioning bodies you know, take this into consideration. Hopefully they, they hold off, um, you know, their mandatory fights, you know, for their own respective organizations so that way they can allow, you know, uh, unifications to fight, you know, to happen a lot quicker. Yeah. No, that would be the, that would be the, the smart idea. And, you know, and there, in, in the sense for everybody, for everybody, for the fans, for them, but, Again, let's. It's all, I think it all matters. You know, the money. Everything is all about money, so it all becomes interesting. Um, the last thing I really wanted to talk about too. I mean, we're all on the same subject, but like uh, Mark Mark Ortega from PBC tweeted, he tweeted um, like who was the uh, 
if PBC were to do a tournament with the light with the light middleweights, mm-hmm. junior middleweights, um, I think that was a good. I think that was um, I think that's just crazy because all eight of those guys he named. Uh, he said uh, not in order. I, I think he put them in order. He said Rosario. He said J Rock. He said Heard. He said Laura. He said uh, obviously um, Rosario. He's a champ. And then you got Lubin, and then you got uh, yeah, uh, Cristiano. Um. And I think um, that's like an interesting take. I, I mean, going back to this whole tournament, I think that would be a good idea too. I think PBC. I mean, I don't see them doing it because um, they have a, such a big roster. But with this whole you know thing that's going on, I think it would make sense to do uh, a tournament. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I, I think that would be the best idea for every network. You know what I'm saying? To bring back excitement, like if the zone did their own, to- like uh, you know, all the all the networks, like the zone and top rank. I'm not sure top rank is doing it, but the zone especially, and now the world boxing super series, they're known for it. Um, and now Mark tweeted that, like they're all been tweeting like tournaments, you know, like oh, if the, if if a lightweight tournament happened, you know, if uh if a junior middleweight to- tournament happened, I think with with everything that's happening too, I think it would make a lot of sense to do a tournament. You know what I'm saying, like. Because it will bring it back excitement, and uh, you have more of a like scheduled date. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you start like just say like August, you start the tournament, and then like the next day will be like December, and then the next will be March. You know, just an example. Right. I think it would make sense. You know, instead of just kind of freestyling it, and um, that's kind of what I liked about that's kind of get, that when I see Mark tweeted that, kind of gave me the idea that it would make sense if a lot of guys. A lot of promoters or a lot of just networks just say, you know what, to save time and to bring back fans, you know, let's, we should just make a tournament. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah. I, I, I wish, I think- you know, some of these promoters would do these these tournaments more. Um, I, I guess they kind of do it in their own way. Um, but it, it's not like, I- you know, like what the W, you know, BSS – uh, does and it's it's a legitimate like format you know tournament where you know so and so is fighting you know uh, this person and, and the winner between you know these two people are gonna fight you know the winner of these two other people are on the opposite side um, so like I mean y- y- they have they've done where you know like PVC like I'll, I'll I'll take PVC as an example um, you know they they've done similar something similar to tournaments like that where, you know, a lot of these guys have already fought each other, you know, especially like at 154, you know, you had like Tony Harrison who's fought Jermel Tarlo, you know, twice. And um, he's also fought Jared Hurd and, and Laura's already fought, you know, Castaño and, uh, you know, J-Rock's fought, you know, Hurd and, you know, also fought another Tarlo. So a lot of these guys have already fought each other. Um, so it, it's kind of like their own tournament already. Um, but like a more, um, you know, obviously a more structured one, you know, where, you know, which, which, you know, which fighters are fighting each other. And after that, you know, they're going to advance because like right now, you know, after, you know, J-Rock lost his title to Rosario, I mean, do we know a hundred percent offhand if he's fighting Jermel Charlo next? Was well, yeah, and that's and no, that's, we don't. that's we where don't. We don't the, the sport sometimes loses its traction, its mo- and, and its momentum, 
when they don't take advantage of situations like that. You know, here you have Samson Lekowitz, who's, you know, a, you know, a small time promoter and, and a very good scout talent in the past years. You know, but here he's got David Benavides and he doesn't want to match him up with Caleb Platt until at the very early, you know, spring of 2021. And I just, I, I just, I, yeah. I don't understand that. I mean, these these two guys aren't that big, you know. You know, Benavides isn't that big of a name. You know, Plan isn't that big of a name. You know, it just to me, it doesn't seem like there's there's no reason for them to wait a whole calendar year for these for these two guys to fight. I mean, look at these two. Look at who they they, they fought before, especially Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant has fought Mike Lee, um, and he fought you know. Um, and it's mandatory. It's you mandatory. Know what I mean? It's mandatory. So, which is, yeah. And then now we have to wait a whole another calendar year for Caleb Plant to fight. You know, a legitimate champion. You know, that's it's. Yeah. That's you know that's when I agree when when it comes to tournaments. You know these, you know these promoters or entities doing tournaments would be beneficial for mostly for the fans because that way we can at least you know be more alert and, and tune in. You know. Who knows who Rosario is going to face next? You know, so. Yeah. No, and that's why I'm with you. That's why I think uh, it would be important, man. Like, I think, uh, I, you know, everybody's, like I said, like, you know, Twitter daily, you know, there's no boxing, there's no sports. And, um, like, everybody's just talking dream matchups or tournament, who will win. And I think, I think that's the route these guys should go. Like, even if it's not, like, Obviously, the 154 tournament will be – I mean, like you said, it's kind of already happening because they're all fighting each other and, like, they're all being matched up, you know, with, like – you know what I'm saying? Like you said, Charlo for Harrison and then, um, and then like, you know, J-Rock for Hurd and Rosario and then, like, Cristiano for Laura. Um, uh, Cristiano for Laura and Laura for Hurd as well. So, they, they're all – technically, the, the, it's happening, but it's not really happening. Um, but um, I think – you know, it doesn't have to be that route because 154, obviously, they all, they're going to start complaining about money. It's going to be a little bit more difficult because, you know, they've all been champions, so they're all going to want a big, a big amount of money. But, like, it doesn't even have to be them. I think it could be any any division. And it could just be, like, even people make the fun, like, they, they make, like, a like um, like a fun, like, like, a, like a fun tournament. Like, you know, they, they say a washed-up tournament. Guys that took losses already, you know. Uh, I'm cool with that, too. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think especially now with, like I said, with this whole, you know, virus and we don't know when we're getting boxing and we're losing a lot of fights and, like, people getting turned off, people want to cancel the zone, people want to cancel showtime. I think to bring back excitement, I think that's I think that's what they need to do. I think they should just say, you know, help, you know, get, like, you know, even Adrian Broner. I'm, like, like I said, I'm just throwing names out there, but, like, you know, Adrian Broner, you got, like, I don't know, like, you know, Haney, you know what I'm saying? Like, guys that want to, be, to become a name that want that one last shot, just make a tournament, you know, make a tournament. And uh, I know, I know if you make a tournament, guys would be intrigued. Guys would want to sign up. Guys are going to want to watch, going to want to attend. So I think it's a win-win in everybody's case, you know, and I, and I'm a big, like I said, I'm, I'm with you too. I'm a big fan of the tournaments because I think tournaments, you know, big excitement. They, they, they build a star overnight, you know, like Usyk won a tournament. If you notice, all the guys that became pound for pound number one, or at least towards that, at least top three, um, in the last like 10, 15 years, have won tournaments. You know, Andre War, 
won the Super Series. That you know he became mm-hmm. a household name because of that. Um, and new, a new one, just a new just won the tournament. He's 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 a hot he's a hot you know he's very, very hot guy right now. Everybody talks about him. Everybody wants to go to his fights. You know, Usyk became the man because he won the tournament. You know, who else? Um, even Morris, they did that four man tournament back in Showtime. I don't even remember ten years back. They did like a four a four man tournament. And uh, Morris won that tournament. It was a little controversial, but he won a four-man tournament. It was, it was a really small tournament. Yeah. It was like semifinal and final. Um, he won the tournament. And again, like, that became – that's kind of why he became a household name. Um, so, like I said, like, I, I think tournaments are important, especially to bring back excitement to the sport, to bring – to bring – to bring uh, – to, to, to create a star, you know, to, or to get new stars in, the, in boxing. So, I think – I think that's the route they got to go. I mean, I don't know if it's going to make money sense. I don't think – I don't know if it's going to make, you know, people happy, like promoters happy or just networks happy because you got to do, you know, tournaments. But I think that's, like, the best route to go. I, I think I think that makes the most sense because we're losing a lot of time. Like, pretty much, you know, we're going to lose, like, half the year. Um, and guys probably won't fight this year. Guys probably just fought once. You know what I'm saying? So – I think just to bring back some excitement, um, just start doing tournaments, man. You know, and I think, you know, I think that, like I said, it'll just bring back excitement, and, and the guys will want to tune in. And um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah, you, I mean, you I might agree. get more yeah, stars. Yeah, I agree. You know? I mean, that would be that would be the best thing. Um, hopefully, they, you know, hopefully, they, you know, once everything gets up and running, they start, you know, they start making all these these good fights, and you know, what will lead to you know more unifications and you know whatever, but. Um, delaying that, you know, waiting for it to, you know, to if, um, you know, to happen in next year, just is it fair to the fans? Obviously, because especially if with the you, virus, uh, too, since we're not getting a lot of boxing right now, anyways. For sure, I was gonna say, um, if you could have one fight, like you know, if they tell you, okay, you know, twenty twenty, you can only have one fight. Crawford uh, Spence. Who would it be? I have one hundred percent. Yeah, that's Spence, yep. absolutely. One hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Uh, I think that yeah, I def I definitely think that would be uh my second or third. Um, I honestly would want to see Fury and AJ. I know it doesn't probably mean as much because they're both English fighters. They probably wouldn't be here, but um, I just think that. Like it's time, man, for like heavyweights yeah. to get like an undisputed champion. Um, the only reason I I don't want, I wouldn't want Spence and Crawford right away because I think Spence is not. I think Spence needs a tune up as as much as he doesn't want one, which I respect. But I think he needs one just because it's now, like especially now, like with this, he's not. I don't know if he's he fighting. We don't really know what's going on. But I think he just needs a tune-up. And, and that tune-up could be Danny Garcia. You know, people say Danny Garcia is not. That could be Danny Garcia or just whoever. But I just think he needs – because I think it would be more one-sided. I think it would be more, more one-sided for Crawford um, just because, um, you know, whole Spence accident and he's not fighting. He's not really active. So, I think – Yeah, which is – Which I, I, I think, think is completely understandable. I mean, I think anyways, you know – Spence was either going to fight Danny Garcia or Manny Pacquiao next anyways. So, um, 
it it seems like you know Pacquiao could fight Mikey Garcia next. I mean, I don't know. I'll I'll believe it when I see it when Pacquiao decides to fight either Spencer uh, Spencer Crawford. Uh, I I think that he's you know I think he'd rather fight other guys um, at this stage of his career, which I don't blame him. Um, that's why I think he'll end up going the Mikey Garcia yeah. route because you know Mikey Garcia is a smaller welterweight. He's not as big as Spence and. Um, I think that'll be an intriguing fight. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be Spence and Garcia next with, you know, and then obviously, you know, they're going to see what Pacquiao does after if he's going to keep on fighting or not. Um, and then after, after Danny Garcia, you know, there's really nothing much else to do for, for, for Errol Spence, but to fight Terrence Crawford. I mean, because I, I don't see Keith Thurman fighting yeah, absolutely. Errol Spence anytime soon. You know, so that's that's the that's the only route you go you go for, for Errol Spence after you you know you fight somebody like Danny Garcia. No, yeah, I mean that that would be ideal, man. And I, I uh I'd hope we get a I hope you know, I just think uh I hope we do get a fight. I hope we do get a big fight, you know what I'm saying, at least this year, you know. Um, and then, you know, I, I they've been saying, you know, like Spence, like I think some article, you know, somebody wrote it or was it Crawford's, you know, he did say that he expects the fight to happen this year or next. And I think next next year would be ideal. But, uh, no, but, of course, I mean, I, I would take it, though. If, if they announce that, like, you know, next week, oh, you know, Crawford and Spence happens in, like, October, you know, I, I think that that would be amazing. Um, but like, you know, I hope we, I hope we do get a big fight. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, Triple G Canelo is supposed to happen again. Um, we'll see how that works out. Um, but no, like I said, like I, I, I just the only thing about Spence is that I'm just not completely sold on um his whole accident thing. I think he still needs to tune up. I just don't want to see him in the ring, you know? And I just don't want... I, I just want... Right. I want to... Yeah, that's I don't fair. want no excuses. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of where I stand with it because I think... And that's what I'm kind of whole... You know, because, you know, it's boxing. is always some sort of excuse. But I already know if, if Crawford whips him or it's not close, they got to use that oh, he wasn't 100%. The accident, he needed to tune up. So I don't really don't want the excuses. And... You know, as hard as it is to get this first fight done, I you know I don't you know I, I would love for them to fight twice, even the trilogy, because I think it would be that kind of fight that they fought three times. But it's, as hard as it is to get one fight done, like I don't I don't see a sequel happening. You know, like sequels happen, like re- very rarely. I mean, obviously Fury and Wilder just happened, which is a good sign, but like that's just so rare in the game. Like I've never seen that. Like I I have my doubts. Like when when the, when they got scratched the first time. When mm-hmm. Fury went the, the ESPN route, yeah. and, yeah. you know, Bob Aaron was like, oh, I'm going to marinate it for a year. I wasn't, like, too – I wasn't too iffy. Like, I was like, oh, you know, they're not going to – it's over, <laughs> you know, that we got to fight once. You know, lucky we got it once. It's never going to happen. So, I'm very surprised that that ended up did happening and the exact date they, they said it was. You know, I'm very, I'm very shocked. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was very right. shocked all around. I mean, because it's boxing. You know how it is. You know, people pull out. People was coming to excuse. People was getting injured. You know what I'm saying? Money or and and in Fury, he has 
you know, he has a a track uh, a track record of like, I mean, not, uh, you know, I guess excuses, you know, the drugs or, you know, the steroids and the money, whatever situation it was, so many excuses that came out. You just don't trust, you know, especially certain fighters. You just don't get that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, that trust right. becomes a, because an issue. Um, so that's the, that's the only thing. That's the only thing. That's why I would prefer him to get a tune up because I would not want any excuses. But I do want, you know, like I said, I do want Fury and AJ because I just think that, like, I think Fury is like at the top of the world right now. And then, like, AJ, regardless, you know, he did lose the first fight, um, but he did look really, really good. You know, regardless, Ruiz wasn't in shape or he wasn't the top guy, but he did look, I did like that it was like a second. Not, not like a second reoccurring, but like more like that you saw that AJ has more in his arsenal than just like his first, you know, his first style. You know, he can he can box, he can move, he can he can throw a punch. You know, he has a good, you know, he has a good, you know, right left hook. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm I'm always that's kind of what you know. Got the Canelo in there. Like, even though I'm not a big fan of Canelo, I do like that Canelo, like, he's always – you don't know what Canelo you're going to get, you know? And I, that's kind of what I like about boxing. Even Spence a little bit, too. Like, you know, with Spence game plan with Brooke. Um, like, certain fighters, mm-hmm. like, they they have game plans, you know? They don't just go with one style, you know? And, like, Fury did that, especially with – you know, you got two different styles. When he fought Wilder, you got the – the whole boxer fury, you know, on his back foot, making you miss, and then this, in the rematch, yeah, you got the whole I'm gonna come forward and bully you, you know. So you don't know, and the same thing with AJ, like you don't know if he's gonna come forward. I mean, AJ's more likely like he's at a box, like you see that more, but like you see in a different kind of a different different AJ in the rematch with with uh with Ruiz. So you don't know that kind of intri- intrigues me because you don't know what style. Like I, now with Fury, kind of like damn, is Fury gonna fight aggressive with AJ? Is he going to respect AJ's power and, you know, be on his back foot? And that's kind of like what I'm kind of intrigued by, you know? So I'm just curious to see who wins that chess. It'd be a good chess match. And same thing with Spence and Crawford. I think, you know, they, they would do it, but I think just with Spence with the accident, it just doesn't work in his favor. I think he would, pre- I would prefer him to have a tune-up, get the mm-hmm. rust off, you know what I'm saying? Get hit by a shot, you know what I'm saying? And just, just, just clear the doubters, you know, because if he goes in and destroys, you know, Danny Garcia or whoever, whoever, you know, he he's uh, matched up with, you know, tune up and destroys them, then it's, you know, no question. All right, cool. He's still the Spence of old, you know. Let's bring on Crawford. But you know, if he goes into Crawford, he looks shady, you know, or shaky. You just we just gotta get excuses, and that ain't, you know, I don't want that, man. I I prefer a straight up, you know, fifty fifty. Yeah, excuses. You know, made made the best man win. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Um, that's pretty much it, man. Appreciate you coming on, bro. Um, we'll do this more. Uh, I know we're gonna have to freestyle it more, and so there's no boxing. Um, I'll send you the link once it's over, and you can hear it, hear yourself, man. But now nah, we'll do this again, man. I, I'll try to get more people on. All right, sounds good. You know Appreciate it. And uh, all right, take it easy. We'll go from there. Bye.